Welcome to another episode. Actually, it's season two of On the Clock, the NFL Draft Podcast. I'm Damian Parson, as always. I don't have Jeremy Dove with me this season. That's my guy, though. You know, keeping in contact with him. But work is crazy right now, ladies and gentlemen. But I do have my guy, Eugene Holt. What's going on, Eugene? Yo, what's going on, Dang? Hey, nothing much, brother. Nothing much, man. Just hyped to be back. You know, recording. Mm-hmm. It's been a couple months, man, but it's been almost a year since I've recorded you know, on the draft podcast on the, on the clock, man. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, just talking about just getting ready for the NFL draft 2020. But, you know, mm-hmm. of course, with the NFL season ending, we got wild card playoffs starting this Saturday afternoon. That means mm-hmm. it's draft season right now for like 20 some odd teams, man. And, and, and this is the time that, like you said, this is the time where we punch in, brother. This is the time. Yeah, it's time to clock it. Yeah, man, we get we get on the clock right now. So let's go ahead and get it started. Let's kick it off. Let's mm-hmm. some college football playoffs. We're going to start it off with the LSU Oklahoma game. Hey, mm-hmm. I tell everybody when they when they uh, showcased the four teams when they decided that Oklahoma would be the fourth team. I called this blowout. I I called one hundred percent. I know. Did I believe it was going to be sixty three to twenty eight? Now I'm not going to say that much. But I did call yeah. that LSU was going to put a whooping on Oklahoma, man. Yeah, I, you, can't, you can't trust. Yeah, you can't trust that Oklahoma team, especially especially that QB. Hey, listen, talk about it, man. Talk about it. You know, say Jalen Hurts did not look good, not one bit, man. No, not not at all. I mean, somebody asked me what comp at the next level did, did I have for uh, Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. I said. I said Cardell Jones. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm not a believer. I'm sorry, I can't, I can't, I can't. He's got the physical ability, but he makes his decisions so slow. And on yeah. top of that, you got the wind up. Yeah, I can't, yeah. I can't. And, and I, can't. I remember during the during the broadcast, they talked about, and it was something that struck me because I went back and I looked at his tape from Alabama and it was true. Look at Riley said that they wanted to make him more fluid as a passer because he was very robotic. Robotic, yeah. Back in Alabama. And that was true. That was one hundred percent true. And like you mm-hmm. said, one thing one thing with QBs, the mind of a QB in my opinion has to be like a computer, right? When you go into Best yep. Buy or wherever you go to get a computer, you want mm-hmm. a processor that processes quickly. You don't yes. want to upload slow. You want everything to be at top tier speed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so the physical tools, like you stated, the physical tools are there. He's big. He's strong. He's got speed. Mm-hmm. He can run. Yeah, he, he got an arm. You know, he throws a good ball, but at the same mm-hmm. time, same thing with Jameis Winston, and I and it, it frustrates me watching Jameis mm-hmm. Winston. You got two yep. all-pro type receivers out there with Chris Godwin and Mike Evans, but you get on one read and you can't get off of it. And you stay there. It's frustrating. Yeah. You stay right there. It is just frustrating. So when yeah. one, everyone, when he came into Jalen Hurts, when he was at Alabama, he had Calvin Ridley. He also had Jerry Judy as well. Now don't get me wrong. He had yeah. OJ Howard, and mm-hmm. he also had Irv Smith. I, I think he had all those. But the one yep. guy that he only threw the one guy, and that was Calvin Ridley. And in in, uh, Oklahoma, he only threw truly to C.D. Lamb. Lamb. That's that's a problem for me. So in this game, that showed showed up early because 
this was a secondary that was going to challenge CD Lamb. Yeah, he had over 100 yards. Most of it came mm-hmm. on like a 50-yard bomb. But yeah, it, for the bomb. Bomb, it came on that early catch and run, that early uh, big catch mm-hmm. on the safety. But when he was yeah. with Derek Stingley, he wasn't getting anything. He wasn't getting it because LSU stand, LSU stand right in front of your face. They put their hands on you, and they're going to fight you throughout the route. And Oklahoma not used to that. See, and, and that was one thing for me with CeeDee Lamb. CeeDee Lamb, I think mm-hmm. I compared him to DeAndre Hopkins because mm-hmm. he's a he's such a physical, you know, physical receiver, and and, yeah. and he wants to he wants to wrestle and and and, and fight with you down the field. But just mm-hmm. like what DeAndre Hopkins realized once he got uh, – he, he started having battles with a seasoned Jalen Ramsey, you're going to come in contact with someone that can battle mm-hmm. with you the entire yeah. route, and then you can't get open. So yeah. that's when they started moving CeeDee Lamb, and that's when they got the matchups, which was good good play calling. But, you know, mm-hmm. it, 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 and it just came down to the fact that Jalen Hurts could not – he, he didn't have a great rapport with his tight ends. He didn't have a great rapport with Charleston Rambo and some of those other young yeah, no. receivers. If you no. those those times, man, when you're playing those cupcake teams, that's when you build that chemistry with those other it. guys. Because in the playoffs, you exactly you know that they're gonna take away CD and you need mm-hmm. to find the other guy. You need to be able to do yeah. that. So and, and exactly. And, and because of the, the inept offensive display, let's flip the script and look at their defense. We knew their defense was bad. We knew the defense yeah. for Oklahoma was terrible. They were better. Than, they were like 100 yards better than they were last year. That ain't saying yeah, much, they, though, because yeah, you came into this game. Look, let's look at some of the teams they struggled with this year. Baylor twice. Remember the, the, the Big 12 championship? Mm-hmm. They struggled with three quarterbacks from Baylor. So yep. they went up against three quarterbacks in Baylor and nearly and still nearly lost. Um, they they lost to Can- the Kansas State, I believe. That was their one loss mm-hmm. this year before LSU. They, they struggled with Kansas a little bit early on. Like they, yep. this team was just like, ah, nah. Yeah, every everybody did numbers against that defense, and, and that, like they still lost the game because ex- they couldn't keep up. Exactly, they still did numbers. But then they walked into a they 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 walked into a buzzsaw, bro. Joe yeah, Joe Cool. Yeah. That's what I call it. If you check my Twitter feed during the games, I call him Joe Cool. Sorry, Joe Flacco. You mm-hmm. haven't been cool in about six years. But this is the yeah, new Joe yeah. Cool, man. Joe Burrow yeah. came out there. He went 29 for 30. Now, 10 incompletions. 493 mm-hmm. passing yards. Seven touchdowns. That made it look easy. Made it look just made it look, just <laughs> easy. easy as Sunday morning, baby. He made it so yeah. easy. So I was just like, yeah, like he, what is happening? Burrow was playing Madden on easy. My wife is sitting there, and she's like, you got to be kidding me. He threw another touchdown. And I was like, I, I kind of yeah. stopped paying attention because I was on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And then I looked, and I was like, wait, he threw another touchdown? And I looked at the clock, and I was like, wait a minute. It's like halfway through the first quarter. I was like, what is going oh, on? Yeah. Like, it ain't halftime yet. Exactly. So it's, it, it, it was crazy because of some effect that you knew – the, the the key for me was for for Oklahoma's they were going to have, they were, they needed to run the ball, but I kept well, one mm-hmm. thing I knew about it was if they couldn't slow the game down and limit they those no possessions, chance. they had no chance because they could not go man for nope. man, step for step with nope. LSU. The athletes were nope. different, man. It, it, listen, yeah, it's just the mm-hmm. saying is it hits different, right? So that, yeah. that you know what I'm saying. So your defense looks different when they play against a good offense, a great offense. At yeah, that. That, 
that SEC talent hit different. It, it did. It did though. It was so crazy. Jamar Chase had one catch, bro. I know he he had Jamar. No, Jamar Chase had two catches. Two catches for sixty one. Yeah. But Justin Jefferson, who we're going to talk about later, Justin Jefferson. <laughs> 14 receptions. Nobody could cover. 227. Nobody could cover. Four touchdowns, man. It got to the point where he caught his third. He was already counting on his mm-hmm. finger. One, two, three. Like, seriously, I got three already? And he caught the fourth. And yeah. I was just like, man. Like, at some point, I was sitting there like, are they going to put Spencer Rattler in if Jalen Hurts can't get it going? Because this is getting ridiculous. Yeah, I would have benched him. Yeah, I would have too. I would have pulled him and, and just let Spencer yeah. Rattler – Kind of build on some type of momentum going forward, man. Mm-hmm. That's how I look at yeah. it. Just, just do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it, 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 exactly. that game was Hurst hard like, to watch. Hurst, yeah, Hurst looked like somebody that had been reading half the field yes. all year long. Yes, and then and then all of a sudden they asked him, "Okay, now we need you to read the whole field." And Hurst is like, "Well, what do I do with this?" Yeah, and it was hard. It's hard and, for him because anticipation isn't a strong suit for him to anticipate nope. throws. It's more so, mm-hmm. okay, my guy's got a step or two. I'm going to float it up there and, and hope that he comes mm-hmm. down with it. CeeDee Lamb is yeah. a guy that plays above the rim. I know I could toss it mm-hmm. up to him. And I'm, 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 not gonna, I'm not saying that he's Johnny Manziel. But remember what Johnny Manziel had, Mike Evans? Yeah. I remember he, he just threw it up. He just threw it up a lot of times. And, and he let mm-hmm. that 6'5", 225-pound beast go up and get it. Yep, go get it. And, and make plays. Mm-hmm. Granted, CD Lamb is not that big, but he plays big, man. CD Lamb but, plays yeah. above the rim. He plays bigger than his size. He goes up. He's a physical mm-hmm. receiver. And that's why I compare him to DeAndre Hopkins. That yak, they're both yak yeah. monsters. They're that's both yak monsters, ball. man. So like he he'll he'll run you over, he'll stiff arm you, he'll mm-hmm. he'll you know, yep. he'll take the he'll absorb the hit, and he'll keep moving. Mm-hmm. But against yeah. LSU. Yeah, he can take a five- yeah, he could take a five-yard slant and, and turn it into 25 yards and with no problem. Easily. Remember the Texas game? Mm-hmm. He had a couple – he yeah, had like two exactly. touchdowns where he should have been tackled after the catch, yep. and he just broke free. Mm-hmm. He, he turns into a running yep. back almost. That's what I love about CeeDee Lamb. He turns into – he's a physical, mm-hmm. physical football player, man. But, again, yeah. against a defense where they have two – I'm talking straight corners now. I'm not even bringing in Grant Delpit. They have two first-round yeah. caliber – Corners. Derek Stanley. Stingley, yep. Derek Stanley is going to probably be the first corner off the board when he's drafted. Yep. Christian Fulton is easily going to be either a day one or a day two early pick. Yeah, second round at late at late at the latest. So mm-hmm. you you knew that he was that CD Lamb was going to be tested. He was going to have some struggles, mm-hmm. and it was going to take Lincoln Riley to dial up whatever he could. But yeah. I mean, and don't get me wrong, I will I will say this. The, the 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 refs did screw Oklahoma on that uh that uh mm-hmm. blown call that DPI on Stingley. Yeah. J- Jalen Hurts yeah. threw it yeah. up there, and Stingley did not. You know he he got beat off the scramble drill, and yeah. he just reached and grabbed. That was yeah. smart play yeah. by yeah. him. He grabbed him and pulled him down. But yeah. it should have been a call. It should have been a call. Now yeah. <laughs> the, the refs blew that. Exactly. <laughs> the refs blew that one. And I mean, I, yeah. and it that, destroyed that only- some. It destroyed some momentum. But when your defense, the momentum and all that. It, when your defense is going to, when your defense is getting shredded, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It, well, you could have, you could have tied it, it up 14, 14 or whatever it would have been at that time. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. all that scoring, means that man. they, 
Yeah, had they had they got that call, that means they just would have lost fifty five to twenty eight or something like that. <laughs> right, exactly. It would have changed too much. But that yeah. that game, you know, like I said, Joe Burrow, he's one he's one performance similar to that away from having the greatest college quarterback season of all time. Mm. I, I say mm. that I say that clearly. If he goes, if he plays mm. half as good as he half as good as he played this past Saturday. If he throws yeah. five touchdowns versus Clemson for 380 yards, no picks, only has 12 incompletions, and they win the game, mm. I'm just saying. You might just, yeah, might as well just start working on his contract with the number one pick. Exactly. Now. I, I, I write for Stripe Hype for the for the, for the, uh, the Cincinnati Bengals for fan side. The Bengals better not screw yeah. this up. Like, there's no Yo. way you screw this up. So you make that play. No. You know what I'm saying? You make that play, man. Come in the next year with Red Rice. Bro, I swear to God. <laughs> I swear to God, if Red Water Pistol is at the quarterback position one more time, we're going to have a problem, man. We're going to have a straight-up problem because oh I'm not going to hold back in my articles. I'm not going to hold back. But let's flip script. Let's jump to mm-hmm. the Clemson game. Clemson mm-hmm. and OSU. And that game went down to the yep. wire, and it was a great one, too. It was a great – really that good. game had some some fluky, me- messed-up calls by the, by the officials. I'll give that. But for the most part, mm-hmm. I completely enjoyed this game. Watching Justin Fields, listen, man. Mm-hmm. And you know what's so funny? It was it was hyped up as the quarterback versus quarterback situation with Justin Fields versus Trevor Lawrence, the two young quarterbacks mm-hmm. who will be fighting for the number one QB spot in the twenty twenty one draft class. That's, that's going to be fun. Yeah, exactly. But early for most of that game, Eugene, for most of that game, bro, mm-hmm. it was Dobbins versus Etn. That's what, yeah, yeah. Etn wasn't great on the ground, but he caught the ball well, though. Exactly, and that's and he showed you some things that he hadn't shown before. He he can be an option in space. He can get out on them screens. We knew he was fast and all that, but we didn't see him in space. He can be a viable option in the passing game. That's he really helped his stock with this game. I think so. I think so, big time. Because one of the things you know, I'm pretty sure you saw the article when it came out um, in the preseason. Mm -hmm. He said that he struggled and feared to catch the football. And mm-hmm. that raised a lot of red flags because everybody knew, anyone that watched him prior to this season knew that he didn't catch the ball well. He doesn't have natural hands. Yeah. But coming out in this mm-hmm. game and showcasing that, hey, I, you know that I'm – listen, I'm telling you right now, I expect him to run four twos in the 40. So you know mm-hmm. that he has track star mm-hmm. speed. Yep. We know that. So yep. – if we can, he pretty much told scouts, if you you throw me the ball, you get me in space, I'm gonna make plays for you. Exactly, exactly, and like you can trust him on the screen, you can trust him in the flat on the check down now, and that just, I mean, and that's where the running back position is going now. You need to be able to do that. You have to, you have to, and, and you know, to the point where Leonard Fournette started catching more passes um, in his yep. career. You, you know, what I'm saying you mm-hmm. have to. The days of and, and I love Adrian Peterson. He's maybe my second or third favorite running back of all time. But He's the days, yeah, the, the the days of that style running back is over, unless over. unless it's... you do have a James White, an Austin Eckler yeah. that can come in and exactly. sub them in, you know that type of situation. Mm-hmm. But you're not gonna have, you but know, yeah. you're not gonna have just one running back who you get the ball to thirty times rushing and they can't catch the no, football. Not. That's not gonna work anymore. 
Nope. It's all it's it's touches, not carries anymore. Exactly. It's like we need we need you to run this little slant route. We need you to do this. We need you to do that. I mean, the prototype running back in the NFL now is Christian McCaffrey. Yep. And listen, everybody who knows me knows that I was not huge on Christian McCaffrey when he first was drafted. Bro. I wasn't. Bro. Bro, I, I mean, I'm right on a lot of guys. I was dead. I was, wrong. I was wrong too, bro. I was dead wrong. I was dead wrong. I'm not even gonna I was, lie. I was shouting at the, I was shouting at the top of the hills like, "Yo, this dude is Reggie Bush." Yeah, that's the same. And, that's the same comp and, I had. I had Reggie Bush the whole time. Yeah, yeah, and I couldn't have been more wrong. Me either. I mean, listen, he he did exactly what he was supposed to do. He came out there, and and he's he's turned himself into the best back in football. Until, like I yeah. said on social media, until I see what Saquon Barkley does next year with hopefully a revamped team. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is, yeah. what, it is what it is, man. So, and like I said, you know, going back to this matchup, you know, it was a it was a good defensive battle as well. Clemson's mm-hmm. deep. Let me tell you something, man. In a sleeper, a sleeper corner uh, that a lot of people don't know. He's not a household name for a lot of people outside of South Carolina. Oh, boy, it's I know who you about to say. AJ Terrell, baby. AJ yeah. Terrell, man. If you have not yeah, watched man. film on this kid, he is a smooth press yes. corner, man. I'm yes. telling you right yes. now, he's a smooth press corner. And if you need a corner, yeah. if you need a corner mm-hmm. in round two, this is the guy. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, get him be right there. He will be there. I, I don't unless he yep. unless he tests really well at the combine. I'm not sure how how fast he will be. He he's got the speed to run with receivers. I don't yeah, know if he's gonna be run, that yeah. four, three, four, four. Flat guy. No, I if, don't think so. if he mm-hmm. tests well, I think he jumps in the back ha- back end of the first round. Yeah. But I think he's second yeah. round. I look at a team like Kansas City Chiefs. If you need a corner, mm-hmm. get AJ Terrell, baby. Yeah. That's who you get. Okay. So yeah, and he's tall, over six feet, and yes. he got hips. He flipped them hips, and he can turn and run with anybody. With and ease. that's what you want in a I corner, like bro. That's what you want in the press yep. physical corner. You want somebody that can get mm-hmm. in the face, reroute these receivers, throw off the timing. Yep. You, listen, I've said mm-hmm. for years as a Patriots fan, I've said for years, mm-hmm. the, the way that you, you slow down the Patriots offense was you play press man coverage. Now teams are playing yep. press man coverage and it's working to a T. I'm just and saying, when you can throw back. off the timing, man, and 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 force the quarterback to hold the ball, force the off the line to block a little longer. Hey, yes, it's a recipe for success. That's all I'm saying. Exactly, it's a recipe no. for success. And on the flip side, yeah, on on the, on the flip side with my Eagles, I can't stand our defensive coordinator because he does not press. He plays. He, he wants his corner. He wants his corners to play off. Even when the coverage calls for man coverage, he still wants his guys to play off. They never touch a wide receiver off the line of scrimmage, ever. And, that, and that's a I'm problem. Like, okay. That's a problem. And that's a problem. If you do that, okay, so you need – I need De- I need Deion Sanders and Champ Bailey on those sides then if you're going to not touch <laughs> the receiver and just run with them. They go and get two, four, six guys. And, okay, sure, see if that works. Exactly. Like, but, no, that's yeah, not about to yeah. – this ain't about to happen like yeah. that. This is not the case, yeah. man. So I mean, no, like yeah. I said, and and we talk about corners. Let's flip to the opposite team. They have mm. three. They have Arnett, who is Ar- yep. to me, Arnett is more of that. You is more of that matchup corner. So he'd be that guy because his hips are tight. Mm-hmm. So he's not that yeah. fluid, but he's got the, he's got the yeah. size, he's got the length and the physicality. Where if you have yeah, a bigger receiver tough. like a Cortland Sutton, you put him on Cortland and Sutton, gonna and he's gonna fight him all game long. You know, and you take a yep. Jeff Okuda, he can pretty much guard anybody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how you feel. He's one of those. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know how you feel, but I when you look at member, okay, we got Marshawn Lattimore, you know, of course, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, Ohio State has churned out quite a few NFL pro NFL pro style corners, man. Denzel yeah. Ward. Now you got you got Denzel. Sean Wade coming out as a slot corner, yeah. Yeah. and you exactly. have Jeff Okuda. For me, Jeff Okuda is the best out of the group. Um, I it's tough because mm-hmm. I love I love Denzel Ward. I I love the Denzel Ward. He's one of my he was yeah. one of my favorite uh, corners to watch in a long time. Jeff Okuda yeah, is he's so technically he's, sound. Yes, and he and, and the thing is he's technically sound and he's got the athleticism yes. to match. He's one of those quick twitchy dudes. Yes, so he can mirror dudes in their route. Somebody want to run double move on him, he can fall for the double move and still recover. Yeah, because he's that fast and that twitchy. Exactly. I, yeah, he's he's yeah he's the best cornerback I've seen in this class. Oh, easily. And, and the way and the, the matchup I wanted to see in this game was him and T. Higgins. T. Higgins did get knocked mm-hmm. out of the game for the first half with the with the head yeah. injury. He came back. He didn't look the same though. He did not look the same, look the same at yeah. all. I wanted to see that matchup. And even when I did, you know, T. Higgins just really couldn't get away from him. Um, Okuda exactly. got yeah. away with a with a, with a he got away with a little bit of holding at times. But you know he yeah, he gets hands that, that, and that happens that happens you know what I'm saying we see it. Mm-hmm. Richard Sherman made a career out of it ladies and gentlemen that's all I'm saying <laughs> Richard, Richard Sherman made a career out of it so I'm just saying <laughs> we, we're not gonna nitpick now <laughs> like it is what it is <laughs> we're not gonna nitpick but I'm just saying um, mm-hmm. when I look at Okuda mm-hmm. man like you said he's got that and I think he's gonna be a four 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 three guy easily so yeah. when you yeah. have that type of speed similar to Denzel Ward. When you got that type of speed, mm-hmm. that type of athleticism to jump out the gym, that type of tech, and to be that type of technician to where you can time mm-hmm. your punches, your strikes at the line of scrimmage in the strike zone, you know how to flip your hips. And not just that, he is a complete corner because he will come up and hit and hit you in the run game. And, and yes. I love his mm-hmm. ability in zone. I love his ability in yep. off coverage. He diagnoses routes so well. And that's what you need yeah, at the next level, goals. man. You need to be able to do both. Yeah, he clicking clothes so fast. Yes. Yeah, you got to do it all. He clicking clothes so fast. You put him in zone, he's going to react to that to that throw, and he can get there. And, like, and the, the, the knock on him coming into the year was his ball skills. He don't have any interceptions and all that. And he's showing that now. He can get interceptions. Like, everybody talks about that interception he made off of his butt and the ball came to him. That's not his most impressive interception, no, not no, to me. No. In, that, in that exact same game, the interception before that, the receiver ran an out route, simple out route. Oh, and he, he took read it. that. He took and, it. Yeah, and he, and he took it. He ran that route better than the receiver. Facts. And, and that's the thing, man. You know, th- this game, like, and, and Clemson, Clemson won, and, and they fought hard. I, I got to give credit to Justin Fields on that, even though it was a pick. Let me tell you something, man. The anticipation mm-hmm. on that throw was next level, bro. That, that yes. anticipation yes, on that throw was next mm-hmm. level. If Chris Olave and I and I read the quote, and, and he's a young kid, he, it frustrated mm-hmm. me to see to see him make that because he's been good all season. He said, yeah, "I yeah, thought he, he was scrambling, him. so he broke off the route. If he if he breaks and he stems at the top of his route and cross the, in full mm-hmm. speed and crosses the face of that yeah. that safety was sitting was a sitting duck. He was flat footed. He, he was beat. Mm-hmm. All you had to do was come across his face and turn." It was it. the only thing he could do it. is if he did somehow make a miraculous pass breakup, it's an incompletion. Mm-hmm. You live to yeah. play another down. But because exactly. you go outside, like it's a corner route to the to the goal to the goal post or the um the, the mm-hmm. back of the end zone rather, it's yeah. a pick. 
Justin Fields, he read it right, and he threw it perfectly. His receiver just yeah. didn't follow through. I'm telling you, if, yeah, he, if he makes that catch, we're talking about how great mm-hmm. of a throw that is because the act, the, yes. the accuracy was there, the timing was there, the anticipation mm-hmm. to see to Every, see that hole yeah. opening up before his guy even Everybody breaks. Yeah. That that's next level. That's pro stuff. Yeah. Bro. Olave, that was a, that was an NFL throw. Olave let him down. Oh, easily he let him down. But you know, <laughs> and a lot of people, and I saw this, you know, um, on social media, that people. Were, a lot of Ohio State fans will complain about Chase Young. They say he didn't get any sacks and he didn't do. Listen, shout out to to some of the guys on Twitter, man. Um, listen, you gotta you, you gotta really tune in and, and and pay attention when the All Twenty Two film drops. Yeah, you're gonna see you're gonna see Can't. what you need to see yes. from Chase Young. Can't man. Can't measure defensive ends by sacks alone. No, man. No, he still he, gets pressure. Yeah, like, he's opening other yeah. guys up. He's good in the run game. Because mm-hmm. ETN was like I said, and, ETN was not good in the run. He did not have many yeah. lanes to go on. Exactly. And he still moved the QB off his spot. As long as you were affecting the quarterback, you're doing your job. Exactly. The only difference was Trevor Lawrence showed that he's more athletic than people give him credit for. Oh man, yeah, this guy. Like, come this on. This guy's man. a creative dude. Like, that, that run for the touchdown, like I, yeah. I, when he when he the, the safety, that safety, the move he put oh, on the safety, man. I was like, oh, okay. that poor thing. no, he's not Lamar Jackson, ladies and gentlemen, and that's fine. <laughs> but all I'm saying is, when you that that type of accuracy, that type of arm, mm-hmm. and I really believe he probably probably gonna hit the four six and four sevens in the forty four, when he six, come out. Four, seven, something like that. Hey, yep. I'm telling you, with the way the NFL is trending, with the read option, the RPOs, and, and these quarterback mm-hmm. runs, when he's you can, it's gonna be a problem. Like he's got to clean up some <laughs> some areas that he had this year, pressing, making the wrong decisions mm-hmm. and stuff like that. He cleans that up. Yep. He's going to be exactly what people want him to be at the next level, man. Um, yep, and he's, going to, and he's going to be that soon. Yes, yes. Like you're not going to have to wait two years for him. He's going to be that from the rip. I, I really wonder if next year, regardless of what mm-hmm. happens in the national championship game, I really wonder if next year we see the Trevor Lawrence we thought we were going to see this year. I really, I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I really think that's what we're going to see. We're going to see a guy that's going to be surgical. It's going to be more mm-hmm. uh, turn turnover friendly. With the, he's going to be you know, yeah. way more careful with the football. And he's going to make the right mm-hmm. plays. And if that's what we see, good luck. Yeah, good yeah. luck. Because, <laughs> good luck. Yeah, because man. I mean, because he knows what's ahead of him. Like the first thing he's going to do in the offseason, he's going to go work on. He's going to go work on his progression. Work on his reads. He's going to say, man. Some quarterback gurus going to get their hands on him. Yes. Yep. And. And turn and turn him into Andrew Love. <laughs> exactly. I'm telling you. Yeah, he's gonna be. Yeah, he's gonna be. We're gonna see a see a different. I don't think you're gonna see him run as much next year. Probably not. But yeah, if I see him winning the game with his head, if I see him sliding protections and and reading that, the blitz, and that's the I next level. That's his like, next level. I like. Yeah. I, I'm so happy you brought that. That's his next level. Getting at the at mm-hmm. the, the pregame, the pre-snap. Yep. That, that game, yep. you know, we always heard about it. You know, those great quarterbacks. Ray Lewis talks about his battles with Tom Brady, his battles with Peyton Manning. Mm-hmm. The game within the game, yep. at the line of scrimmage, mm-hmm. can you win at the line of scrimmage? Everything, yep. it starts pre-snap, man. So when he starts to master yep. that, it's definitely going to be a wrap. It's definitely going to be a wrap. Yeah. Listen, man, let's go ahead and jump over. Yeah. 
with these two games, we talked about a lot of prospects as it is already in the, in the short mm-hmm. time that this podcast has been, been being recorded. But let's talk about who's helped and hurt their stock. Who Who's made them some mm-hmm. money and who's lost them some money, mm-hmm. man. Give me one of your guys that, that you believe helped make them some money in this college football playoffs. Uh, I mentioned Etienne. I think he made himself some money because he showed he showed that he could he can you know he can get out he can be an option in the passing game. We already knew he was fast, but now we can put you in space and now you can make a difference. I think um, when you pop on the tape, hey, your boy AJ Terrell, I think he made himself some money because on the big like not not a lot of people know about him now, but on the big stage, he he showed what he can do, and like the uh and oh my god. Uh, number eleven, Isaiah Simmons. Oh, easily, easily. This, this dude, yeah, that interception was ridiculous. He was coming down from he was playing a deep safety. Mm-hmm. This is this guy six what six four two thirty two forty something like yes. that. Yes, and, he's a freak. And the, to move like he moved, freak freak of nature. He's so a freak. The, the move like he moved, he made himself some money because just showing that because the the linebacker position in the, in the, in the NFL. Just find it. Just find the biggest, fastest safety you can, and put him at linebacker. Exactly. And that's that's what Isaiah Simmons is. And the way that the coverage that he showed, that's he he just made himself. If he wasn't already, he's linebacker number one, two, and three. <laughs> I mean, it's a drop off. You know, you got after Isaiah Simmons, you have yeah. uh, Kenneth Murray from OU, and then you have Dylan Moses yeah. from um from Alabama, who's coming off the mm-hmm. ACL tear. And such, so we could have seen mm. how dominant he could have been this year, and really, what and, yeah. and you definitely saw the effects of losing him to Alabama's defense because oh yeah, they, those linebackers were bad. Those were some that linebacker play was terrible, man. Um, it was. I, you know, when I looked at the, at these matchups, man, the one guy, the one guy, like you said, you you brought up my boy AJ Terrell. I'm gonna tell you mm. right now, I, J.K. Dobbins, J.K. Dobbins made him some mm-hmm. legit money, baby. Yep. J.K. Dobbins yeah. made him some money. I don't think J.K. Dobbins falls out of the second round. And when I look at J.K. No. Dobbins, man, I look, I kept looking at him. Mm. I'm like, what is a good comp for him? And then I thought about it. It was just last year. Josh Jacobs. Him Jacobs, and Josh exactly. Jacobs are built nearly the same. Yeah. They play very similar. Like, it, it, yes. that's my comp for him is Josh Jacobs. I'm not going back to – you know, I, saw, I remember they on the broadcast mm-hmm. against, I think it was uh, either Wisconsin or Michigan. It said Emmett Smith. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, yeah, that, no, I'm not looking at Emmett Smith. Mm-hmm. It's literally Josh yeah, Jacobs, the guy from last year. Yeah. You know, hard, yeah. hard nosed, tough runner. Guys, guy, you know, he's elusive. He could catch the football. He could do it, pass protect, mm-hmm. all that stuff. JK needs to get a little bit better yep. pass protection, but that's more so technique than anything. Um, that'll come. I, yeah, yeah that'll like come. I said, that'll come. Uh, I, I truly believe that he, Made himself some money, man. He did. Um, yeah. Right. You know, looking, looking at the, looking at the game as well. I, I think, um, uh, Randy Moss's son, uh, Thaddeus Moss. Ah, yeah. He made some money. Thaddeus Moss, yeah. Thaddeus Moss. A lot of people really didn't know that he was that, that Randy Moss's son was at LSU, and and, and he was this talented, mm-hmm. big, strapping, strong tight end. But he's got speed for his size. Mm-hmm. He can run block. Yeah. You can put him in a slot. Yep. You can move him around. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying he's you made him some money. Catch. You yeah, exactly. You know he could. Hey, go back to that to the to the mm-hmm. Alabama game. He made a crazy catch on the sideline yeah. against a corner mm-hmm. at that a first round caliber corner in Trivion Diggs, <laughs> Stephon Diggs' little brother. So I'm just saying. Yep. Those those are my two guys that made themselves some money. What was uh, mm-hmm. was of course 
uh, you know, like I said, J.K. Dobbins and, and Thaddeus Moss, man. Um, now let's talk about who hurt their stock and who hurt themselves in the pockets. I'm going to say Jalen Hurts all day long because I knew you were going to say it, so I took it from you. Jalen Hurts. <laughs> I knew you was going to say it. Jalen Hurts. <laughs> I had to take it. Listen, man, I, before this game, and I know, yes, ladies and gentlemen, I know it's one game. I know we have 10, 11, other, 12 other games that he's played well in. But one thing that we saw that has continued, I think it was in, this, in the past six games or eight games or so, he's thrown six interceptions. And, and, and we saw that even that interception, a lot of people blame the receiver, um, Eugene, but it wasn't the receiver's fault. Yeah. It, that ball no. sailed. That ball floated, and it shouldn't have. No. You know what I'm saying? It was kind of it, a, it was kind of a trick play. Not a trick play, but it was a nice play call. It looks like a fake screen. He pump fakes, gets the guy uh, free up the sideline. If anything, you lead him so he can run under it. It's either that or you're exactly. going to step full force and throw a line. So he could catch it. He may take a hit, but he gets that one foot down and he gets out of bounds. You throw it up there because that's what Jalen Hurts does. He floats his passes. And that bothers me because it's like that's not real accuracy when you're just floating. You just caught back and you're just like, huh, just throw it up there. Like, I expect you to go get it. That's not CeeDee Lamb that he was throwing to. That's not CeeDee Lamb. So you can't just toss that up there and expect your guy to get it. You know what I'm saying? You can't just expect that, bro. So, I mean, for me, that's just is what it is. So, but before I let you get your get your uh, guy out the way, we're gonna take a quick break, and then we're gonna be right back. We got an ad to give to you. Welcome back from break, guys. At the right before break, I was finishing telling you guys why I believe Jalen Hurts hurt his stock. It hit with his performance in the college football playoffs. But I'm going to go ahead and my man, Eugene, go ahead and give us his guy. Who you got up, man? Um, I'm going to say uh, Kenneth Murray really hurt his stock because, like, I know Joe Burrows was throwing the ball over his head a ton, but he was hitting some underneath stuff too. And pretty much when when an when a offense does whatever it wants to you, teams are going to pick apart that tape and they're going to find something you did wrong. And pretty much that's for that whole Oklahoma defense, that's bad tape right there. So they're they're gonna pick apart whatever he did wrong, what was his responsibility, and they're gonna they're gonna take some dollars away from him. I, I, I agree with you. Um I know he got hurt uh, <clears throat> a little bit in this game as well. And and, and mm-hmm. he's a he's a hit and run, a run and hit type of linebacker. He's a scraper, yep. sideline to sideline guy. He's not going to mm-hmm. he's not going to stack and shed the you know in, in the run game, and that's something that that is going to be a little bit of his downfall is his inability against the run at times, because when when they get up to the second level, he can be had. You know, he's got the physical makeup, but he's not the most powerful frame wise. He's not the biggest guy, right? So, yeah. um, so so that I agree with you there. I agree with you wholeheartedly there. Next up, we are going to talk about. Justin Jefferson and well, T Higgins, yeah, T Higgins. So mm-hmm. it's all about, of course, everything is preference, right? Yeah. Everything is preference. Mm-hmm. But you know, for this discussion, we're going to talk about it. Okay. You, you look at T Higgins, who's a talented first-round pick type of uh, receiver, and Justin mm-hmm. Jefferson, like about fourteen catches, two twenty-seven, and four touchdowns. His name is buzzing right. Now. So we're yeah. going to make the case. 
who would you rather have if you're a GM and if you know for your Eagles or if you're just a GM of any of any team, the 32 teams in the NFL, who would you rather have? Yeah, I mean, just just off of. You know what I mean? Not taking scheme or nothing like into account. Just going player for player. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take T Higgins. I see uh, I see a better athlete, and I see I see more upside with him because where Jefferson he's he's a monster in a slot, but I see mm-hmm. that's where I see his role. I don't see him having a ton of success on the outside. I see him settling down in the slot, killing zones, and all of that. I see Higgins having success outside and being able to move into the slot and being a big slot and making making plays across the middle of the field. And I like uh, I like Higgins' little run after the catcher ability a little bit more, a little bit more. I, I agree with you because and I, and that's why I said you know before the show we discussed this. I mm-hmm. when I looked at T Higgins, I saw Brandon Marshall. Yeah, and, you know, just a little bit, maybe a little bit more juice. But I see a Brandon Marshall type of guy. Uh, Brandon mm-hmm. Marshall, I think, you know, frame-wise, he grew into his frame. And Brandon Marshall was yeah. a strong cat. And I think yeah. if T. Higgins has that, has a, a, a good work ethic and takes to an mm-hmm. NFL weight program, he can put on the type of muscle mass and, and mm-hmm. thicken out his frame just the same as Brandon Marshall did. And yep. when, I, when I see – and you bring up a good point. Justin Jefferson is a slot, a slot receiver at the next level. And mm-hmm. he's not overly fast. He's he's quick. He's crafty. He's shifty. Mm-hmm. He's got a nice shake and wiggle at the, at the top of his route. But yeah. one thing I like when when it looks at when I look at receivers is, for example, Justin Jefferson, as he gets older, in his mm-hmm. career, he's going to slow down. Right? He's yeah. going to slow. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. you take six foot four, two hundred fifteen, two hundred twenty pound T Higgins, who most likely yeah. I think goes on the run in the four or fives. He gets yeah. a little bit slower in his year. And then you mm-hmm. move him from the outside and you move him to the slot. As you yeah. see Brandon Marshall did. You see Larry Fitzgerald do. You see a mm-hmm. lot of bigger receivers do that. And it, and, yeah. and it prolongs their career maybe three, four, five years when they're exactly. you're able to slide him into the slot and they become a big mm-hmm. slot receiver in the red mm-hmm. zone. They're going up against smaller nickel guys and they're just feasting. You know, they're going yep. up and getting the ball from them. They're posting them up. They're playing basketball and going for the yep. rebound. So for mm-hmm. me, that's why I look out look at it as well. It's just a simple fact that I think the, the versatility is just much better, as you stated. Uh, yeah. I, and I love both players. I think, you know, just pr- oh, yeah. um, pr- pr- primarily, you know, just kind of initially getting into everything and looking at um, Justin Jefferson. I'm like, man, this kid is smooth. Like, he is mm-hmm. really smooth. Like, the first yeah, thing came yeah. out of my mouth, I'm like, yo, he is smooth. Like, his routes, though, and I love his uh, – he, he has an understanding of pace. And I think a lot yeah. of uh, players don't yep, understand how to play mm-hmm. with pace because you, yeah. you can be too fast, yep. you can be too slow. He's yeah. just just right every time. He's just right. Yep. You understand what I'm saying? Yep. And like you said, with his yep. slot ability, he know, and the, against zone, he's going to eat zone up, man. He's yeah. gonna eat zone up at the next level because he exactly. knows how to find the dead spots. He knows how to find those empty spots, man. So mm-hmm. I, I like that. I like that uh, that point you made because every right now the slot position, like Julian Edelman, Cooper Cup, there I mean, there there's so many slot guys. Robert Woods, you know, eats out of the slot a ton. Yeah. Matter yeah. of fact, that's actually kind of the comp. That I have from was Robert Woods, either Robert Good Woods time. or Jarvis yeah. Landry, almost. Um, yeah. And Jarvis Landry, another slot guy. 
who feeds you know, out of the slot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the, yeah, the slot is a premier position in the league now. That's it used where, to be frowned upon. It used to be frowned yeah. upon, though. Remember back in the day, yeah. it was like, if you're not on the outside, you, you're not a good receiver. Now, yeah. you know, if you, you, you got to have one of each. Yeah, you got to have, man, you got to have one at every every position now. And But, like, the slot is where you eat, because that's where quarterback is looking in the middle of the field. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the easiest route to run because you getting a free release off the line. Nobody's putting their hands on you. Nope. That's where that's where that's where the money is. And 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 the, and the other part about it is when you look at and it's crazy because coming from the college game, a lot of guys aren't great deep ball throwers if a mm-hmm. guy isn't open. Like yep. that's and so and, and so they're used to they're like okay. I'm used to guys. I'm used to having guys are faster than this guy, so he can mm. get him. He can beat him down in the foot race. What's the saying? If it's e- if he's even, he's if leaving. We even, we leaving. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, they're used to that. The college stuff, when they get to the NFL, is like, okay, so that Patrick Peterson. Dang. All yeah. right. Well, I oh, know yeah. I can't just. I know I can't just chuck yeah, it right, deep right, against okay, him. So let me like, go somewhere else. You know? Okay. Let me. Uh, oh. Oh. Wait a minute. Um. Yeah. No. Nah, that. <laughs> You got yes, Stephon yeah, Gilmore. Yeah. He's he four four. Oh, that's a. Uh, yeah. I'm not doing that. Like we, yeah, we're not yeah. messing with that. Byron Jones. Yeah. Nope, that ain't happening either. So, yeah. so you know that you 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 know once you get in the NFL that you got to learn how to attack the middle of the field and work mm-hmm. your slot, work your slot and your tight ends yep. because those yep. are two of the hardest p- positions to defend because of where they're yeah. located on the offense, mm-hmm. man. So yeah. it, it's a, it's amazing right now. So Justin Jefferson is going to. Like, I, I really want to see how he tests, but I, I don't. Mm-hmm. I, the the latest I see Justin Jefferson falling in a, and this is a really deep receiver class. Stacked I'm gonna throw this out class. there. This receiver class reminds me of the I think it was the 2000 was it what, 2015, 2015? Uh, 15, uh, not receiving class but running back class. Remember oh, McC- yeah. the McCaffrey running back class where the, oh, where oh, we were seeing. Oh, that was, was 2017. Yeah. 2017. 2017. So yeah. you had McCaffrey and Fournette mm-hmm. early on. Second round, mm-hmm. you had Dalvin, Dalvin Cook. Cook. Then you got Joe third Mixon. and fourth round. You, yeah, Joe Mixon in the second round as well. Then you mm-hmm. have well, fourth round, third, fourth round, you got Kamara. You got Kareem Hunt. You have Kareem um, Hunt. Tariq Cohen. You got James yep. Conner out that class. Yep. Like, yep. it oh. went super deep. You got yeah. quality running backs late. I think this yep. is the class receiver wise where you're going to have quality receivers late. Late. I think you're going to yep. get some late, some guys late, bro. And I and I can see mm-hmm. him if he doesn't test well. You know, we both know how mm-hmm. these teams and scouts love the forty. They love they the love athletic them. testing, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and for for example, ladies and gentlemen, what do we hear all all off season? All combine and get coming into the draft about DK Metcalf, his freaking three oh. cone, his oh, the three cone, cone drill. It's his not freaking three cone. Bro. It's like he can't run routes. His his hips are. He, he I'm like, listen, man. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you sit here not and me. you worry about this stupid three cone if you want to, but I know that this not kid gonna ball. Later. Yeah, exactly. Nine hundred yards, yards and seven what seven to eight touchdowns later. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's out here putting in work. Nobody remembered the three cone after that. You know what no. I'm saying? Like nobody remembered the three cone. Like what three cone? Like exactly. Like yeah. <laughs> exactly. We don't care it, about it, the three it, cone. No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like and all those combine drills, you're not doing that in a game. You're not doing no. that in practice. No, you're doing that <laughs> one time. 
Exactly. Like, one, and what's so funny uh, with his three cone, he slipped. He slipped yeah. during this three you cone. Saw him slip. yeah. But people were oh, killing man. him for it. People were killing him for it. And, and yeah, not it only ridiculous. that, but if you go back to that old Miss offense, him nor AJ Brown ran good routes because it didn't have yeah. a developed route tree. They ran exactly. like four routes all season. Yeah. They could only do what they was being asked to do. So they wasn't to run precise routes. So I, and, and I think the same way that team that people overblew mm-hmm. and, and was overblown about DK's four uh, DK's uh, uh, three, cone, three cone. I think uh-huh. if Justin Jefferson runs a four six, it's going to be overblown, and somebody's yep. going to somebody's going to nab him in the fourth round and get a yep. steal. And I'm, then, just, yep, I'm just saying. Man. Yep, and then it's going to be 700 yards later. I'm like, where'd they find this guy? Is they like, where did he come from? Like, you know, yeah. these little corny announcers. Where did this guy come from? Yeah. Like, you didn't do your bad. You didn't do your homework, huh? <laughs> like, yeah. you didn't do Not your right. homework. You exactly. didn't look at that. You didn't look at that. Uh, that Peach Bowl or whatever bowl mm-hmm. it was. You didn't. Oh, you didn't see it. You better you go YouTube it, baby. You better go YouTube yeah, it. Right. Call Call Lincoln Riley. He knows. <laughs> he knows. Like, trust me, I tell you. If uh, Lincoln Riley becomes a coach, don't be surprised if he says, you know what, I'm about to draft Justin Jefferson. He oh, put yeah. work against us. <laughs> yeah, man, Lincoln Riley is never going to forget Justin Jefferson ever no, in his career. Never, never. Like, this guy <laughs> never happened. 14 catches, 227 to four touchdowns later. Come on, man. But like I said, when you look at it between him and T. Higgins off of just player to player, uh, like I said, mm. I'm picking T. Higgins as well. But ladies and gentlemen, don't yeah. get it twisted. If, you're, if you need a receiver – they're Especially a players. slot guy, you can mm-hmm. you will not go wrong with either. You know, Josh mm-hmm. Allen needs more of a T Higgins. Josh mm-hmm. Allen needs more of a T Higgins. Tom Brady needs more of a Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Now, granted, oh, Tom yeah. Brady could use a T Higgins as well, but he needs yeah. more of a Justin Jefferson because that's the style that he's used to. That 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 mm-hmm. route runner, that quick guy that can get open, and he has early in the and route. Has, yeah. Exactly, he gets open early in the route, and he has strong hands, man. Plus, he'll go up and get it, too. He's not afraid to go mm-hmm. up and, and take the ball out the air, and that's what you like from him. But listen, that's man, yep. it, 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 it's, a, it's the first episode of season two, and it was jam-packed, mm-hmm. and it was a lot of yeah. fun, ladies and gentlemen. It's a lot of fun. Oh, next week, next next Monday, uh, we're going to mm-hmm. come back with another episode, uh, and we're going to talk to you guys about – we're going to probably preview uh, some matchups to watch in the national championship game. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and get that out the way. Um, and like I said, we'll see. You know, maybe you know, this is, it's episode one. Maybe we'll come back with a second episode later on this week. We'll see how the schedules work out. We'll see how yeah, everything right, works out okay. and, and, and mm-hmm. talk about some rankings and everything. We, we'll see. We'll, th- we'll talk. Mm-hmm. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll yep. talk. But, uh, but, it's, uh, but listen, man, it's Monday, December, it's December 30th. Um, you, you will, by the time you hear our voice, it'll be, it'll be New Year's Eve. We pray happy and New hope Year, everybody. Have a happy New Year's. Be safe out there. Mm-hmm. Drink and dr- don't drink and drive, but drink responsibly. Do whatever drink you're doing. Do it responsibly. We don't, you know, we don't want y'all going out there getting the DUIs or right. anything, anything worse exactly. than that. So y'all be safe. Let's get ready to have a great 2020. And I'm just talking about just. I'm not just talking about the 2020 draft. I'm talking about 2020 as a year. This is going to be yeah. a great year that we're about to walk into. Mm-hmm. So listen. From Damien to Eugene, here on On The Clock NFL Draft Podcast. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Peace. Peace.